Hi everyone, this is Zenzi and Imani, and this is our third episode of Flawed, Favored, and Fabulous. Woo! Yay! So last week we gave an assignment of reviewing and thinking about generational blessings and generational curses. And I have a praise report that I want to share because I got my mammogram results back and earlier this week and I don't have cancer. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> and I wanted to share that because not having breast cancer is a generational blessing in our family. We don't really have a history of that. And I'm very thankful for it. Yes. When she shared the, that news with me, I'm just excited that I got a healthy mama. <laughs> <laughs> and so last week we were talking about our generational blessings in our house, in our family and household. We talked about love and forgiveness and salvation, longevity, the fact that we don't have a long history of alcoholics and drug addicts, also rape and incest. Now, let me just say that I'm sure that those things do exist somewhere in our family in our family tree but it's not something that we're seeing in the generations that we have been involved with you know it's not in the recent generations from us to my parents grandparents and great great grandparents so we're thankful for that but we do have some generational curses that we are addressing in our family and we talked a little bit about those too obesity which is why we're doing this podcast in the first place and also divorce so i'm hoping that everybody took some time to think about your generational blessings and your generational curses and start making some behavioral changes so that the curses won't run amok in your life amen amen so imani do you have an update for us this week Yes, so last week I did lose two pounds. Yay! And I have to say, I'm on my second week. This is my second week doing Third this. week, going into your third I'm week. I'm going into my third week, and it's starting to become a challenge because, you know, temptation is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I've, unfortunately, I have gone through some temptation, and I have, you know, eaten stuff I wasn't supposed to eat, mm-hmm. but I still lost weight. So I'm excited about that. So this upcoming week, I am definitely working on resisting those temptations. Well, that's great, Imani. And one of the things that I like to share with people and let let our clients know is that when we're on a weight loss journey, sometimes we have to figure out through trial and error what we can and cannot do to still be able to lose weight. So the fact that you lost two pounds in a week is great because I don't really recommend losing more than that anyway. So, you know, it's a it's a fail forward if you ask me. It's a win. <laughs> so what, what would you say, how would you say your week was? I know you said you were challenged and you had some temptations. Overall, how was your week? Overall, it was good. You know, I'm like in between right now there's some things i'm working on and so i find when i'm going through some things personally it makes me just want to eat yeah (laughs) it makes me want to eat up the whole world the whole house eat up stuff i don't even eat normally emotional and yes i am an emotional eater and it's happened like all like this weekend has happened but i'm working on not being an emotional eater and if i am eating the right stuff to just right. help to just help you know my not my fast but help yeah my fast help my program move forward and not you know take any steps back yeah yeah 
I will say I had a I had a good week. I did allow myself to have some things that I don't normally eat. I enjoyed some Taco Bell this week. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. And every bite was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was so good. But I, I'm not going to indulge in that. I'm not going to overindulge. But I did allow myself to have that. And, you know, that's a part of me. Just allow myself to live. Because, again, it's not a diet. It's a live And it. that was a treat meal. It was a treat meal. That's Not right. Not a cheat meal. Exactly. We talked about that last week. We did. It was a treat meal. And I enjoyed Because, you know, when you decide to go off your plan, you better enjoy it. <laughs> it better be something that you can look back on and say, oh, yeah, it was worth it. That was good. You know, it's nothing worse than going off your plan and then not even enjoying it. And you've had carbs and calories right. that you didn't even, <laughs> didn't even need because the food wasn't good. So then it leaves you regretting mm-hmm. even treating treating yourself to something that you didn't even enjoy. Right. So, so. make sure when you go have a treat day, it's going to be something that you enjoy. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so one of the things that I want to start doing, and I noticed that I say one of the things I lot a lot, so just bear with me. But I um, I want us to check in with what inspired us this week. So what would you say would be something that inspired you? Honestly, your book. So, you know that I'm not a big reader. I didn't pay her to say that. No, she didn't. She didn't know I was going to say this. I'm not a big reader. And so, it's taking me longer to read her book. Not because of anything personal. I'm just... That's just how it's always been for me. But every time I pick up the book, I can't put it down. And so... I love that. And so, because everything in there just has a lot of... She just has a lot of great information. A lot of great things that... Um, she shares with us that she uses on her own personal journey. And so she, I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say much because I need y'all to read it yourself. Y'all got to buy the book and read it. It's very, it's a big staple to have in your weight loss journey. Like I said, and I think in the first episode, even if you're not on a weight loss plan, it's a great book to read because even the skinny people want to be healthy. <laughs> and some of y'all, I know a lot of y'all are not healthy, but y'all look good. Right. But you want their, your insides to look and feel good as well, too. Mm-hmm. And so her book really inspired me this week just to become the best me that I could be. Um, there was one part, and I'm not going to tell you what chapter, but it just breaks down the, tempta- the, t- the temptations and basically battling, um, I can't think of the word. What was the word? Well, anyway, read the book. Get the book. It's going to help you. It's It's been helping me. And a lot of the stuff that's in the book, she has already been schooling me for years anyway. But now that I'm seeing it in the book, it's like, all right, now I got to apply it to my life. Because I bought the book. I got to use my investment to help me with my new body. So get the book, y'all. And she did pay for her book, by the <laughs> I way. I did. A lot of people got <laughs> some free books for me, but she paid for hers because she wanted to contribute she tried to give me a free book i said nope mm-hmm. and i'm buying more too that's right so what inspired me this week was i reconnected with a girlfriend from college we were really really close friends freshman year at howard university and we ended up being on the phone for four hours wow. and we both lived busy lives but we sacrificed <laughs> that time because we hadn't spoken since college that was like uh, 40 years y'all so i mean it was just a really great reconnect and we've we're going to be doing some collaborations so you'll hear more about uh, this friend of mine who shall be re- who shall remain nameless at the time 
but uh, we're gonna. We'll, I'll give you more, you know, updates as we move forward. But that was really an unexpected treat, and I enjoyed it. And it happened as a result of me sending her last week's podcast. So. Yes, thank you, podcast. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into chapter two, which is called Fabrications. And I don't remember if I said this or not, but all of the chapters do begin with the letter F. So just, you know, be expecting that. But if you have the book, you already know. Fabrication simply means lies. And so we're going to be talking about some of the lies that we have bought into, some of the lies that we have believed in and have made an impact on our relationship with food. So can we start with talking about fast food? Yes. Let's start. Let's start with fast food because the fast industry, the fast food industry, has really played a major role in the obesity of America, and it wasn't intended to be that way. But the enemy has a way of perverting everything. Yeah. And what was intended to, you know, be something that we can enjoy once a week, twice a month or what have you, has now replaced home cooked meals for a whole lot of families. Everyday living. Every day. And that is not what food, fast food was originally intended to be. It has shifted and evolved since then. But I'm telling you that I have had a very uh, toxic relationship with fast food because they put, first of all, carbs and sugars are very addicting. And then they also add other chemicals to these foods to make it even more addictive so that once you have it, you want more and more and more and more. And your mind starts to play tricks with you and you begin to fantasize and think about what fast food you can eat and start desiring it over the fresh, healthy food that we can buy from the grocery store. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, that is what I was trying to get out earlier about my inspirations were the lies and how we have to beat those lies. I mean, I'm so addicted to sugar and carbs and not necessarily fast food, but the chemicals and the, the poisons and the toxins they put in that stuff in her book. She teaches us and trains us on how to just beat that. And that was very inspiring because it's crazy how fast food is taking over. It has. And 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 big weight loss. That's what I call a big weight loss. We you know the weight loss industry is out there with commercials all over the place and they trying to get you to lose this weight, but they don't want to tell you how to keep the weight off because they're banking on the regain boomerang. So you're going to lose your weight, but you're going to gain it back. And that those pounds are going to bring friends. So, you know, be careful about Jenny Craig's not even in existence anymore. But, you know, I was going to say Jenny Craig. Yeah, she's out of she out of business now. But the, the you know, the Weight Watchers and the other Slim Fast and, you know, all those other things, which I'm not saying those are bad. I'm saying that we have to be careful to not think that it's just about losing those pounds. Because if we don't change our relationship with food, we will gain the weight back. And that is the regain boomerang that I'm talking about. Now, when we talk about statistics in the book, I give some statistics on type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is an adult onset disease. Or it was up until the 80s. Now, in the 80s, there were no children. Do you hear me? There were no children that had type 2 diabetes. 
now, today, 30% of all of American children have type 2 diabetes. That's scary. That is ridiculous. And fast food has a lot to do with it. Mm. Eating fast food and having a relationship with fast food has a lot to do with why our babies are so obese. There are other reasons why we don't have time to talk about, you know, all the screen time and not playing outside and all of that because that plays a part in it too. But we're focusing right now on what people are taking in, what people are eating. And let me give you another statistic that, that's going to rock your world. One in two black people either have or will get diabetes, type 2 diabetes. That ought to be rocking your world right about now. Here's the other one. One in three white people either have it or will get it. If you talk about an epidemic in this country, you better make sure you include diabetes because this is out of control and it really boils down to what we eat. Wow. Now, when I got diagnosed with diabetes, they, they gave me, you know, they, they were basically telling me I had the triple threat. I had diabetes, high cholesterol, and high blood pressure. Technically, I didn't even have high blood pressure until I started taking the diabetic medication. And then my blood pressure began to go up. That medicine is poison. Metformin. I still take it because I do need it. But I've gotten to the point where I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have high cholesterol. So I'm no longer in that triple threat. And y'all know I'm working on getting rid of this diabetes too. It's just a little bit more stubborn than the other two. But I don't want this for my child. And so you want to talk a little bit about how that diagnosis kind of woke you up? Well, <laughs> there's a lot I can say, but I'm not going to say everything. Every time I keep hearing these statistics, it just, I get a new awakening in myself. I feel like I need to hear that statistic every single day. Because hearing that makes me want to eat clean, makes me yeah. not want to, yeah. you know, pass this on. Like I don't, I don't have it, and so I don't want to get it. But if I continue to eat the way I used to eat, oh, yeah, I'm going to for sure get it. And I don't want that. And so I know my mom, when she first got it, I was in school and I remember getting that phone call. I was in front of my friends. I just started crying because I thought she was going to die. It was, it was the way she told me, like, I have to change my lifestyle immediately. I, like we went, we went from eating meat that same day to going vegan that exact same day. Like everything changed, it changed immediately. And so we had went vegan and we both lost some weight, lost a lot of weight. And now, mm -hmm. and then she's continued her journey. Now I'm continuing mine. She pretty much beat the diabetes. She's almost done with that. But I, myself, I don't want no parts of it. Mm -hmm. And so it, that yeah. curse stops with me. Exactly. So I don't want to get that. I have already said the reasons why I want to be mainly vegan or at least dairy free the rest of my life is because I when my have when I have kids they will not experience fast food mm -hmm. they will not be having all that screen time mm -hmm. they will be playing outside like shoot was I playing outside when I was a kid mm -hmm. when I was a kid, I when you, you were a kid almost okay that's right I did go to the park all the time but when I have kids they're gonna be on a whole different health level but it starts with me so yeah and I just want to say that diabetes is a generational curse in our family because my grandmother had it mm. and my dad has it. Well, he had it 
he's he's actually beat it and uh and so now you know here's me but i'm not passing it on to imani in the name of jesus it's gonna stop here and i'm gonna get rid of it too so um and i'm well on my way to that but it really boils down to changing our relationship with food and that means we have to change the way we think about food we have to change the way we um change the kind of foods we crave change the kind of foods we buy change the kind of foods we're willing to eat even when we go out you know it's important like when i when i do go out I always look at the menu ahead of time and I pick what I'm going to eat before I even get to the restaurant because I don't want to be tempted by all that other stuff that's on the menu or what whoever else I'm you know, eating with, what they're going to be ordering. I want to be able to look forward to whatever it is I'm going to eat that's going to be within my plan. And if it's something I'm deciding to eat outside of my plan, I still want to make that plan ahead of time so that I know going in what I'm going to eat and I'm going to make responsible choices. So, you know, when we talk about changing our relationship with food, we have to understand where our weaknesses are. What are our temptations? Because the same things, you know, the things that get me may not be the same things that get Imani, may not be the same things that get you. But I can tell you right now that I'm a sucker for some chips. (laughs) I love me some donuts. I love French fries. I love fried chicken. I even love pizza. But I do not allow myself to have any of those things very often. It's a rare treat occasion when I do allow myself to have those kinds of things. And I do sometimes because it's a living. But I used to make it a habit. I used to make it a practice of eating those kinds of things whenever I wanted to. And that is me not having any type of self-control. When you decide you're going to change your relationship with food, it's gonna, it's, you're going to be called to self-control. And self-control is not easy. But it is necessary because it'll help you. It'll help you to get through those temptation moments because temptation will come and it will go. But if we yield to that temptation at the time, then it's going to leave room for us to keep yielding to it and keep yielding to it and keep yielding to it. That's why it's better to resist temptation than to recover from it. All right, Shaw. So she didn't know I was going to do this, but I have a confession. But it's a good confession. So today I went to work and work was extremely slow. And like I said before, I'm an emotional eater. So I had the nerve. Now, my weaknesses and temptations are chips as well, candy, not necessarily fast food, but just sweet stuff that I'm not supposed to eat. I love pizza, french fries, all that stuff. (laughs) But my number ones are chips and candy. Mm -hmm. So because I was feeling some type of way, I went to the store and bought some candy and bought some chips and as soon as I put it in my mouth I didn't feel good I'm like yeah this ain't it I can't be doing this (laughs) this is going against everything that I'm you know trying to change my life to be so I did eat the chips it was it was a small bag of chips I had some of the candy but as soon as I got to a gas station I I threw it all out yes it was still full I was it was one candy I didn't open but I had to throw it away otherwise I would have ate it and I'm literally in the midst of learning how to change my relationship with food and mm-hmm. trying to resist because it's easier to resist than, than to recover. And I threw that stuff away because I already knew my stomach will be hurting so bad. It would be, so, it, I would be recovering for probably the rest of this week off of that one little thing. So, yes. Well, and she came in this house looking all guilty and looking all downtrodden i could tell something was wrong with her she had to go in her room and take a nap 
So I, you know, but <laughs> let me just say this. There is no judgment. We all, we all will yield to temptation. We all will have those moments. And again, it's a treat moment. And she felt, she felt so guilty about it, though. She didn't even overindulge. But even if she did, she didn't derail her whole program. Her whole program wouldn't have been derailed. It's just, you know, it's a part of the process. Just like a recovering addict, before they are able to beat that drug, they they fall back, you know, into using that drug plenty <laughs> of times before they're able to fully recover from it. And this right here, what we're talking about, is a lifelong journey. Yes. That's why we're flawed, we're favored, and we're fabulous. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, just take that in. Now, I wanted to share something with you all that happened to me earlier this week that really hurt my feelings. And I'm sharing it because you may experience this in your life as well. And, and I want to encourage you if and when you do. So I have a loved one who um, means the world to me. And uh, we spent a lot of time together. And this particular day, she decided to offer up some suggestions on what I need to do with my thighs. Now, I could tell she hadn't read my book because if she had, she would know that, you know, I'm sensitive about some of this stuff and that I'm a work in progress and that I don't have to be perfect to be beautiful. You know, sometimes people like to offer up suggestions for you and they don't even really know where you are or what's going on with you. So this was one of those type of scenarios that... Um, occurred and I did not appreciate it and you know I had to remind her that these are some size six eight thighs I don't know how much smaller you want the thighs to get I do want to tone them but toning is a process as well in the right. meantime I'm still gonna show these thighs I'm gonna show off these thighs and I'm not gonna be embarrassed by the fat that you might see jiggling on these thighs because they hecka cute compared to where they came from when I was a size 22. And now, just to quickly say, mm -hmm. her thighs ain't even that jiggly. <laughs> her thighs are little. They're itty bitty. She, yeah. I that. had to do some self-coaching. <laughs> I had to do some self-coaching while I was with this person. And then I had to come home and journal about it. Because I was like, wait a minute. You know, some people will make you feel like what you've accomplished isn't enough. And I want you to know that you should celebrate every pound you lose, celebrate every ounce you lose, and celebrate it by being good to yourself, by loving on yourself, by giving yourself some self-care. Now, there are three things that, that I, you know, I do that I'm going to share with you that when you get into these moments where somebody is offering up some suggestions that you don't appreciate, they're trying to say some things in love that you may not want to hear from them, you first want to identify that okay this is this is something that i don't have to embrace as my truth they this may be how they see me but this is not how i see myself you want to identify you want to then you want to do some self care or some self coaching where you talk to yourself and you let yourself know self i don't have to accept this i don't have to receive this this is not who i am and claim what you have been claiming for yourself and don't let those words or that opinion derail where you are. And the third thing is you release it. Don't hold on to it. Don't hold it against them. Don't have an attitude with them, but you release it and you let it go as not being your truth. So you identify it, 
You, you put on some self-love and then you release it and you just move forward with that. Because, you know, it's important to know for yourself who you are and what you have accomplished mm-hmm. and you can't expect everybody to understand it. So, Imani, you want to talk about these 10,000 steps you have as a goal? Yeah, so a couple of years ago when my mom started this walking club and we were walking with the family, all of our goals were 10,000 steps. Yes. But then these 10,000 steps, my grandmother at one point was like, well, I'm going to hit 15,000 steps. And it became like a little friendly, fun competition. She was 81 at the time. Right. (laughs) And so my mom, as you all should know, she walks the lake pretty much every single day. And I want to add you know working out in my daily regimen with my weight loss program um I'm not gonna do like the crazy workouts in the gym just yet but I want to get at least my 10,000 10,000 steps a day if possible and I'm on day two and I have to say I feel great my legs are in pain but I like that kind of pain because I'm doing something I'm working something out so this is a goal um I've been walking walking the lake with her every day and I'm going to continue that and just see the progress and see where it takes me. It feels good to be able to look at your watch or your phone or what have you and see that you've accomplished 10,000 steps. I mean, for several years, I made sure that, you know, I did that every single day until it just became a part of my process, a part of my habit. I don't necessarily count my steps anymore, but I encourage anybody that's just starting out and you want to, you know, be about losing weight and getting healthy and moving more, Mm -hmm. do 10,000 steps a day. Now, the lake that we walk is Lake Merritt and it's about it's a little over three miles and in those three miles you can walk depending on how you walk it you can do anywhere between seven and like eight thousand steps Mm -hmm. in you know in just walking the lake in that hour and then the rest of the day you can get your steps in by just doing you know going about the business of your day so you know if you can find somewhere to walk for three miles a day you'll be well on your way to getting your ten thousand steps in Yes. Um, now, speaking of walking the lake, I have started doing this thing where when girlfriends want to get together and catch up and spend time, you know, the first go to is usually to go to a restaurant and to eat a meal, right. which I ain't gonna lie. I still do love to do that. But what I've started doing much more often is inviting them to walk with me and we'll, we'll walk around the lake or we could walk, you know, somewhere else. There's a, a trails we can walk there's marinas we can walk there's you know different places that we can um actually get some good walking in and then if we want to get a meal afterwards i'm open to that but i love how we can walk and you know do this it takes about an hour and it gives us an opportunity to just talk while we're walking and the walking you know the time goes by so quickly when that happens and so i want to encourage you as you're moving into your healthier self, when you're when you want to socialize with some people, invite them to take a walk with you. And then if you want to eat afterwards, you might be more inclined to eat something that's more healthy as opposed to what's less healthy because of the walk that you all took and probably because of the conversations that you all will have along the walk as well. So people like to offer, oh, I already talked about that, suggestions and stuff and assumptions, but I really just want to say that 
there are always going to be things that we struggle with. And, you know, I still, I still have my struggles. I still have my temptations, which is why I'm committed to fasting uh, once a week or sometimes twice a week until five o'clock so that I can get my mind back right. Sometimes I, I kind of lose my mind with regards to my eating and you know and it may not even look crazy to somebody else what what I'm eating but I know that it's not what I'm supposed to be eating or at least not as much as I'm supposed to be eating and so I you know I struggle to just make sure that my mind is in the right place so that when I do fast and I get off the fast like today you know when I get off my fast I'll be thankful for whatever it is I'm gonna put in my mouth and my body because now I'm not just walking around thinking I can just eat anything and everything you know, all over the place. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have anything you want to add to that? Uh, yeah, actually, I like that. I think tomorrow I'm going to do a fast until five. Okay. Yeah. Regain my mind and my purpose of everything. I might even do it two days in a row. That's what we'll I've see. done. I did it yesterday and, and today. And then starting tomorrow, I'm going to eat keto. I'm going to be strictly keto and I'm going to get myself together so that I, because you know what I found, I struggle with weekends. Mm. Weekends is my struggle because weekends, I, you know, I've made it through the work week. I've, you know, accomplished some things throughout the week. I want to celebrate and my go-to celebration is food. And so, you know, but I have a lot of things that I love to eat that are part of my plan, but I find on Fridays and Saturdays and even Sundays, I ain't going to lie. I I want to eat something that I don't normally eat or that I really shouldn't be eating. And so I find that weekends are a challenge for me and I am really working on overcoming that. But I'm here to tell you the struggle is real. <laughs> it is. Okay. The struggle is real. So our assignment for today is self-love. I want to encourage any and everybody under the sound of our voices to... Think about what you need to identify, love on yourself in the midst of it, and then release it so that you're not holding on to it, so that you're not harboring any ill will, so that you're not harboring any unforgiveness, which is not healthy. Mm. It's not healthy for you. They're doing fine. Whoever you haven't forgiven are doing fine. Unforgiveness is a toxin in our life. So whatever you need to release and let go of, This week, I encourage you to identify it, love yourself through it, and release it into the universe so that you can be freed up to do whatever it is you have been called to do without hindrance and without limitation. Does that make sense? Yes. So, amen. So now, I just want to encourage everybody, I'm asking you, please, I'm asking you please to subscribe to my website, mybeautifulsoul.org. I do a blog about twice a week. Sometimes it's three days a week. It's whenever I feel inspired to. And I just want to encourage you to be willing to receive that. And also when we drop these podcasts, you'll get notified as well. Um, But it just, it doesn't take much. Just, you know, just sign up, go to my website, take a, take a tour of the website, see what you, see what your girls got going on and, you know, support me in any way that you can and know that I'm here to support you in any way that I can as well. Look us up. Hit us up on our socials. What's yours again? Imani Legend. That's that's easy. Imani Legend. Mine is Zenzelay Scott. Or you can find me Zenzelay Legend or at My Beautiful Soul. And um, let's see. Is there anything else? Yes. Please, if you can, when you can, 
share the link to the podcast. Yes, please. We want to get the word out there. We want we want everyone to know that health is the real wealth. Yes. And please share the podcast with someone. Yes. And I have a, a great progress report on that. Our first podcast, we had 11 listeners. Our second podcast, we've had like 48 listeners. And so we're hoping that this podcast, this episode, we're going to have even more. We're, we're looking to build. We're looking to grow. And we know that we can do it with your help. Yes. So until we hear you or until you hear us again, we hope you have a great and wonderful week. And we pray that you recognize and know that your health truly is your wealth. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.